kick the fires. Yeah, right? we're. I mean, we're live as you say that. That's what old Harry. That Con- how it goes? That's what Harry Connick Jr. said in uh, Independence Day. Light the light fires the, and kick the tires, uh, Big Daddy. I always say light the tires. I don't. We usually start good, and today not even that. Yeah, we just we didn't even start strong. Um, that's that's our strong suit is starting strong, um, and then by the end it's a burning tire fire. But now we're just starting low, so we'll we'll rise to the occasion by the end. But anyway, hey everybody, thanks for being here tonight. This is uh, Featherfall Tabletop, and we're playing Curse of Strahd tonight. This is session fourteen, getting up there. But uh, before we get into breakdown of the game and what happened last time and all that good stuff, let's talk about some sponsors. We got a few. Uh, one of them would be Found Familiar Coffee. They sell coffee. Um, you should get it. The link is down below. 10% off when you use code FEATHERFALL at checkout. Uh, tons of cool stuff in there. Uh, they also got a little shop, tons of you know mugs and whatever you need. Check them out. Great people for the community. Always doing a great thing, promoting uh, artists and, 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 and such. Uh, so please check them out, show them some love and tell them we sent you. Next sponsor would be Skull Splitter Dice. They are, they, they sell dice. I mean, it's in the name. Um, but 10, 10% off if you use uh, code FEATHERFALL at checkout again. Um, get yourself some metal dice. They just did a big uh, Christmas in July giveaway. Uh, so hopefully you entered that and got lucky. Got $150 of free dice. Um, but if not, check them out. They're doing tons of uh, 5e write-ups on different classes, different uh, you know races and such. So check them out. School splitter dice, code featherball checkout. Get yourself ten percent off. We got a one shot coming up on. It's been moved to uh, Monday, August seventeenth. There are two open spots for that. So if you're here in the chat tonight and you would like to be in that game, join our Discord down below. Uh, that is our second game from the Uncaged Anthology titled "They Fled from the Forest." Um, uh, DM'd by Billy Zed over there. So check that out if you'd like to be in that uh, Discord down below. All right. Uh, Curse of Strahd, session 14, titled, that wasn't so bad. Because uh, you guys, you know, you made it to the the windmill and, uh, you know, was may, maybe thinking it was a bad idea, but you're, you're out of it. Um, but before we get into the breakdown of last session, slow my roll here. Uh, we have a special sponsor for this segment on Featherfall Tabletop. This playthrough of Curse of Strahd is sponsored by Roll20. Uh, so we are using the Curse of Strahd module here on Roll20, as you can see hopefully in our maps uh, right there. One so they are the uh, special sponsor here. Um, they have, I hope their 2020 projects are underway. It's been so long since we started this partnership with them. I hope they have custom token markers now. Uh, their updates for Fog of War and Dynamic Lighting, which they do. I've seen those. Those are great. Uh, better streaming support and integration. Close to 5 million subscribers. So check out their digital tabletop of games, Roll20.net. This is how we roll. All right. Recap of session 13. It was kind of three hours of initiative. Uh, yep. You all <laughs> went and checked out the windmill uh, titled The Old Bone Grinder, which you now know for sure. I've... That's the problem with Curse of Strahd. Never reveal the titles of locations because uh, you're just going to nope right out of there. So or I, I for that matter, <laughs> show us their pictures. Yeah, you don't want to see NPC pictures or names. Just 
you know, get them, get the players in and then reveal. But anyways, you went to the windmill and you met uh, Morgantha, one third of the Hag Coven. Uh, you met her for the second time. Uh, you met her in the village of Barovia early on in our series here and you bought some dream pastries. I think, uh, Avi, were you the only one that had some issues with those? I think one, no, it was um, Ismark had some issues with him. You guys talked him into eating some dream pastries and he kind of uh, went off the rails for a little bit. Um, she tried to convince you to leave as there were no dream pastries readily available. It was like, hey, I got nothing for you. I'll just go ahead and get out of here. Uh, you all, you I don't want to say you all refused, but uh, Avi, you touched the lips of Morgantha and were brought into the windmill. Um, and you were put to sleep, given an awful fright. That doesn't uh, sound like something I would do. <laughs> she she brought out her two daughters, the the other two thirds of the Hag Coven, to uh, kind of get control back of uh, what was going on here. Bull, you were turned into a toad and then smashed by Mirna's warhammer almost yep. immediately. Um, <laughs> that was the thing that happened. Um, you did manage to break up the coven. One of the, the daughters was taken out. And when that happened, Morgantha and her remaining daughter fled through the ethereal plane and and is nowhere to be seen. Uh, and, oh, I did forget you killed a were-raven. Uh, that happened. Uh, just this way, raven that was hanging out, almost signaling you to just leave. Uh, you weren't having it. He decided to take it out, and as it hit the ground, it did turn back into its uh, human form. Uh, but there we are. I think that's everything that happened. Um, if I missed anything, let me know. Otherwise, we are here. Uh, you should see on the map. What would you guys like to do? Loot the body of uh, the <laughs> fallen hag? Yeah, I want to um, investigate around here. See if I can find some goodies. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look through the body of our dead. I guess it's a were raven. That was news to us. They're just recapping spoilers, <laughs> sir. Well, I I should say it turned into a human as it hit the ground. I I some of you would know that you know there's something not quite right. It could have been a druid in wild shape form. Um, but that could've was not shape changed by the hags, which is what we're going with. You could've know been. because. Could have been. Wasn't. It wasn't. All right. (laughs) So uh, let's see here. We'll get some of the um, the hags taken care of. The hags themselves don't have, or the the one that is laying there doesn't have much on on their body. It's you know just a couple like spell components, little pouch there here and there. Uh, You know, toads, uh, petrified newt's eye, uh, a couple you know bat wings and things like that. Um, But nothing. Nothing that would be totally uh, loot worthy. <laughs> totally. To- totally. <laughs> I see what you did. Um, same. Same with uh, the 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 person that turned um, from the raven. Uh, not much on them. Let me. They do have a couple weapons. Um, some basic armor. Yeah, cast there for a second. Um, maybe. Maybe. Uh, let me see here. Let me pull up. Uh, yeah, the Were Raven has. Uh, there is a short sword um, tied to their their belt. There is a hand crossbow on their back. Uh, some some raven feathers tied uh, within their hair. No no real armor. Uh, it's 
<laughs> it's uh, it's just this basic kind of leather armor on the were raven, or sorry, the human that is outside. So those are the those are the bodies uh, that w that are down and around. Give you a, a couple. I'll, I'll, I'll re-describe the uh, the floors here. So on the ground floor, um, it seems to be converted into a makeshift kitchen. The room is very filthy. Baskets and old dishware piled everywhere. Adding to the color is a peddler's cart. Uh, that same cart that uh, she was selling her dream pastries out of. There's a chicken coop in there. A heavy wooden trunk. A uh, pretty wooden cabinet with flowers painted on its doors. In addition to the clucking of the chickens, you hear toads croaking kind of uh, here and there. Sweet smells of pastry blends with the horrid stench that burns your nostrils. Yeah, I want to just a, investigate literally everything okay. in there. All right, yeah, give me an investigation check. For so, far, so far, so good. That's a 17 plus 118. 18, nice. Um, okay. And I'm yeah, also going to let out all of the animals, too. Just let them go. <laughs> all right. Yeah, a couple chickens. Uh, you kind of gather up the toads and kind of push them out. Um, you, in the oven, there is some dream pastries that are are done. They seem to be almost like on the edge of, of burning, um, overcooking. Yeah, I'm going to take those. Over, ba over baking. You're going to take some? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's roll a D6. We'll see how many... Uh, that's six. There are six that are still, uh, <laughs> oh, like, golden, crispy, flaky crust on the top. Um, there is that barrel in the center that has that green, uh, the glistening greenish black demon ichor that the the dretch uh, dog-like creatures came out when it was tapped three times by the uh, ladle of uh, Morgantha. Um, as you look in there, you do see. Uh, it, it does have kind of this arcane kind of mysticism to it that it does, uh, you know, it's not just normal ichor. Um, there is the cabinet that contains a wooden bowl full of herbs and baking ingredients. Um, you find you find some flour and sugar. Those are kind of your, your base level ingredients there. Um, several gourds that have been kind of dried and turned into containers have uh, a different kind of powder in it, um, something you're not totally aware of what it is totally, right off the bat. Totally taking it. Okay. All right. So you have a gourd full of powder. Mysterious powder. It's yeah, going to be pocket, pocket, pocket yeah, gourd questionable powder. as I get into a fight. Just, whoa, pocket sand. Yeah, yeah, pocket sand. Um, <laughs> you <Why> see... On the inside of the cabinet doors, there's uh, locks of hair that have been kind of looped and then banded and then hanging on like a little hook. You know, the the, the spectrum of col different colors, different lengths, different, uh, you know, curls and, and straight. Um, just, you know, there's a dozen different locks. I'll take you want it. Those, yeah, yeah I'm going to take it and give it to Tack. <laughs> just in case you need this for your disguises. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, probably the thing that catches your eye the most, though, in that cabinet are the three um, small labeled containers, little glass jars, very thick glass, like Coke bottle uh, bottoms on there, very thick. Um, one is titled Youth, and it's got, as you, if you pick it up and swirl it around, it's got like a, a honey-like viscosity where it kind of coats the, the edge of the bottle. 
Um, the other is, is titled Laughter. Oh, God. Um, and this looks a lot like the tea that you were served that you spilled on your leg. Um, and it's in and like a corked th- bottle? Yeah, it's in a corked bottle. And then there's a third one that is greenish milky liquid that is labeled Mother's Milk. Oh, gross. And I'm taking all of them. Okay. <laughs> so you have the three bottles. Uh, and and if you want to take some time to, like, you know, find out what those are, I, I'll let you know. Uh, but they are just elixirs uh, yeah. to you right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, you do let out. There were three chickens and a rooster in there. Just you do let them out. Uh, the wooden trunk. Are you, you opening that as well? You rolled pretty well in your investigation, so I'm giving you it all. Oh, yeah. uh, it has tiny holes bored in the lid. Uh, and, and as you look in there, there's like 100 toads in there. Some of them have like gotten out, but in this trunk, as is, there are 100 toads. Are you letting them all out? Shit, I... I'm... Um, I want to, but... Hear me out, folks. I also want to step on one to see if it is polymorphed people. <laughs> uh, do you need Mirna's Warhammer for this? <laughs> it's, it's toad Smasher, you know. Um, Battle Toads. Uh, yeah, so you take one out. Are you? I'll let you narrate this. Uh, how you want to smash this guy? I think. Hold on. Let me see what spell slots I have. I, I may have fireball. <laughs> I do have that. Shit. Yeah, I got a level one. Uh, I'm gonna cast speak with animals. Shit. Yeah. All right. Shit. Yeah. And uh, just ask him. Is is everything okay? This is the moment where the DM is thinking in his head. How does a toad sound? Burp. Um, <laughs> burp. 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 Let us out. Are, are you really a frog? Yep. Where do you live? In a pond. <laughs> um, was, was captured. Well, I mean, do, do you... I'm going to keep one of you. Who wants to come with me and we'll go on adventures? He kind of picks up his flip. Pats the one next to him. All right, I'm grabbing that one and then I'll let all of them out. <laughs> so now you have a toad. Um, give me a, give me an animal hand, animal handling check with advantage since you don't speak with animals. So and they're a kind 12. of like so twelve plus <clears throat> character sheet uh, plus six. I have a plus six to animal handling, folks. That's twelve plus six. That's eighteen, 18. total. All right. Yeah, th- this one kind of there. You know, if toads have fear in their eyes, it had it there when the lid was first opened. You know, maybe expecting uh, Morgantha coming in but as you kind of talk and and open up to them it it reciprocates and um will like get in your knapsack or whatever nice yeah i'm definitely befriending this toady all right um that's kind of it down here um what's everybody else doing i will go last so if the other two have anything they want to do where you're currently on the top or third floor area three yeah, and I think um, Mirna's up here, and the two survivors. Is there another? Does the stairwell keep going up, or it doesn't? Look no. Like... Um, you can give me an investigation check as you're in here, kind of 
uh, wrapping things up. And if Mira wants to help, you can have advantage if you'd like, or Mira can make a check. What are you doing? An investigation check? Yeah, just of that third floor. Um, this is the bedroom of the, the two sisters. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> We're all doing funny things around here. <laughs> uh, Bull rolled a 16. Bad? I got a 12. Alright. Uh, Bull, you... Mira, you see it, but Bull, you kind of catch it first. There is a trap door on the ceiling that would pull down kind of like uh, attic stairs, you know, in a house. But uh, throughout this whole room, uh, just rotten, rotting wooden closet uh, is where those three crates were. Two of them had people in them that I think we've let them go and they've, they decided they were heading to Velaki on their own. You guys said no to uh, helping. Yeah, we sent them on their way with some so, rations. Yeah, you did. That's correct. Uh, you did give them some rations and uh, sent them out. Um, just a big pile of discarded clothing, um, and then that ladder that pulls down from this nine-foot ceiling. There is a, a moldy bed <laughs> with a tattered canopy, uh, like kind of you know that uh, kind of sheer fabric kind of see-through netting almost that's coming down but it is very old and weathered and just kind of nasty mechanism on the for the trap door we have to like get up there uh yeah you'd have to get up there um it's got like a little tiny uh finger hole in it that you could pull in um but bull you do see that the bed is not actually like really usable because it is stuffed with uh items items yeah there's there's straw kind of coming out of it but you do see like um little pieces of jewelry like uh the chain of a necklace or a little pearl bead every now and then kind of sticking out in the uh in the in the straw and this is just bull that sees this yeah with with his uh investigation check okay hey um mirna do you mind i'll point up uh, I mean, I guess I can give you a lift up, or you can give me a lift up, but maybe we should go up and see what's happening up there. I also, just there's a stop bunch of shit and in the I bed. look down at my six foot two frame, and then I look at Bull. <laughs> Bull is like, I think, five two. I'm gonna just reach up and pull down whatever it is that Bull wants pulled down, yeah. and then I'll, uh, I guess I'll, I'll finally notice what's in the bed. <laughs> Yeah, so with, you know, you got to kind of like extend up onto your, your tiptoes a little bit to reach up and get it to the nine foot ceiling. But you're able to get that finger hole and it pulls down and this ladder comes sliding down, kind of crashes onto the floor. Uh, and it goes up to uh, area four of this windmill. If I take out my knife and cut open the mattress, you said there's jewelry in there. Are there, is there anything with diamonds? Yeah, so... Take a second there to kind of open it up and it's not really like a mattress that's all confined it's just a bunch of straw that's been kind of like laid on each yeah. other and you, you kind of start to tear it out um you find six pieces of of jewelry none of them are really catching your eye no no bigger diamonds in there uh just roughly you would think they're about 25 gold a piece i'll take them okay so yeah six pieces of of jewelry not what i was hoping to get but who knows? We might need money down the road. I hear you can use money to buy diamonds. There you go. 
Yeah, and six times 25 is a nice hefty penny. That's not bad. You just got to find somebody to trade them to. <laughs> That's the hard part. Who's going to have 25 gold to spend on a piece of jewelry? Um, yeah, so in the... Go ahead, Bull. What was that? I was just making a dumb joke about <laughs> currency. Darn it. I overstepped your dumb joke. Uh, you can see into the attic. It is a this domed piece. Um, looks fairly empty. You know, there is some... You can catch a glimpse of some of the machinery that uh, powers the uh, the grinder, the, the shaft that comes down into area two. Um, you see some cobwebs. There there are some, some bird's nests up there, kind of just, you know, in different little spots. R.I.P. Raven. Um... You can see a couple, you know, it is dark, so no, you don't see light slipping through the attic through small holes in the walls, but you see starlight. How's that? <laughs> Pull in two daggers and uh, carefully climb up there to get a better peek. Okay. Uh, yeah, You. so again, you see just some abandoned bird's nests. They're, they don't look like they are uh, currently in use. There are definitely no eggs up there or anything like that. Um, you do see the machinery that drives the windmill. If it were moving, it would be, you know, that power would be coming in. Uh, just not much to this room really at all. Couple, couple holes within the ceiling that you can kind of, you know, you can catch a peek out. Well, I, I, I don't know what voice that is. <clears throat> there you go. I mean, I think, uh, I think the coast is clear if we want to bed down for the night. It might not be a bad idea. I suppose we should uh, might want to patch up a little bit first, but we'll wait until the other two are ready. <clears throat> Chickens downstairs, so we can probably have a good dinner. I suppose I, I believe there are some frogs too. <laughs> no. uh, eat all the frogs you want, except that one. Um, we'll go. We'll go to tack. You're sitting outside, and I, I will remind you that there were some uh, like megaliths that were in a circular pattern. And during your, I don't want to call it a retreat or escape during the encounter, but when you were running away while everybody else was <laughs> <laughs> fighting, you did get close to those those megaliths. Uh, kind of think Stonehenge. Kind of these these huge rock pillars that are coming out of the ground. There are four of them. Um, well, while everyone else has been searching, I'm going to have taken the time to uh, ritual cast detect magic again. Okay. Um, I'm certainly not planning on sleeping in any building that I haven't had a chance to give a once over. Um, but I will go take a quick look at the megaliths, monoliths, lith, okay. liths, whatever yeah. they are. Um, I think the lith is for illithid. Right. I'm kidding. Um, but I'll go <laughs> scope those out while everyone's scouring through the insides. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so you see these four stones, um, moss-covered, very old-looking, um, and each one has a different set of carvings on them. Um, and it's it's the same city, cityscape carved in each one, but each one has different elements 
on that city. So one of them has what looks like to be snow-covered uh, roofs and snow falling down. The other one is more of a spring uh, theme with uh, more flowers. Another one is uh, summer-themed with a huge sunburst in, at the top. Uh, pouring over the the cityscape and the other one is an autumn themed where it is uh, covered in leaves you do see um, a there are a couple ravens out here uh, that are kind of circling there is one on top of the autumn the autumn pillar or megalith seems to be pecking at something at the top what really kind of catches your eye after you you look at those is there are a bunch of teeth that have been um, on the ground in the center of this, almost like sprinkled in a pattern. The pattern identifiable? Uh, give me a religion check. Let's do that. Yuck. Religion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wrong, wrong character to ask here, I think. 15. That's not bad. Um, they are like... You can assume that there there's some kind of pattern to it. You 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 can't connect all of the dots, um, but there is something here that the pattern is not random. It is in this circle that is kind of spaced almost exactly in the center of. So if we have the four pillars, it is like right, right in the middle with a perfect circle. And it's not giving off magic at all. No, so your detect magic goes off and nothing in here is magical. Okay. Well, I'm going to head back uh, okay. to the mill and then I'm going to, if detect magic runs out, I'm going to just ritually cast it again and make okay. sure I give all of the, the floors of the mill <laughs> a once over to make sure that there are no magical traps continuing to linger to kill us in our sleep. Yeah. I so mention the teeth to Myrna okay. and be like, not really my area of expertise, but there seems to be some sort of, I don't know, it's a bunch of teeth in a weird shape out by the monolith, megalith, lith, lith things. I don't... So I'm not going to lie, I kind of picture that Tack is screaming this up the stairway since I'm still yes, on the second very floor. Much. Um, or I'm on the third floor. And all I, all I can do in response is, why does he think I want to look at teeth? <laughs> I don't want to look at teeth. <laughs> uh, real quick for the detect magic you do that that barrel that has that icker in it is it, I think you detected magic there last time and it was a necromantic kind of aura that is coming off of there and the uh, the three so in Avi's pouch has three different little blips in there is it the barrel itself or the stuff in the barrel that's given off the magic the stuff in the barrel are there any spare like vials or potion bottles around here? Yeah, there's there's enough like bowls or cups. Um I want one give with me, a closure now. Okay. Like, give me <laughs> give me an investigation check then. We'll see. Alright. Uh maybe I mean do you want like <laughs> we'll see what you get here. A twelve. A twelve. You see a couple more gourds that do have a cork, That'll but work. you you don't find any of the, the glass um that you know, Avi would have would have had. I'll just dump out whatever's in one of the okay. gourds and scoop up some of the liquid and cork okay. it and okay. dry it off. All right. And store that for later. Okay, I like it. Uh, but we we could say you make it up to the top uh, tack, and there there is no more uh, pings in your detect magic. All right. <clears throat> All right. 
hearing Tack mention that I should go look at some teeth. Um, I will go look at some teeth. So I'm just going to come down to the first floor here. Um, so do you want me to make a religion check as well? Yeah, give me, give me a religion check. All right. That is a dirty 20. Ooh, nice. Um, you're able to, you see the descriptions that Tack gave you of, of the cities and the different, um, seasons, but you're able to pick out some, some, uh, godlike imagery within them. Two of them are kind of standing out to you the most. Um, one is very, I, I, I don't know that you would know exactly what it is, just being that we're on a different plane, but one of them is very night-based and one is very morning-based, like daytime-based. And you're seeing these two almost in competition within the backgrounds of these cityscapes. Um, and as you look at the, the, the teeth, you again, not being from this plane, but you know that there's some sort of prayer ritualistic thing going on here. Um, you may need to seek like locals to, to figure out if, uh, you know, the exact name of any of these deities or what they're praying for, but you definitely know there's some sort of ritual thing going on here. Okay. And then once I'm done with that, I'll, um, I'm going to stand at the, because I imagine everybody's kind of standing where their icons are on the map. Um, yeah, we'll I'll that. call out to everybody and just say, um, before we bed out for the night, you might want to come down here. I have a spell, but it is only going to cast for 30 feet. And um, once everybody is down and close to me, I would like to um, cast Prayer of Healing. It's going to take about 10 minutes, yep. but it'll give everyone 2d8 plus my spell modifier. Uh, so. Yeah, so go ahead and cast that and give us a roll. As everybody, if everybody's coming out closer towards those megaliths, uh, those crow, those ravens that were there have now dispersed. And one of them that was on top of the autumn megalith picked up one of the dream, the dream pastry that it was pecking at and dropped it kind of on the ground and it took off. <laughs> so that's uh, 14 points for everyone. Ooh, nice. Uh, cast definitely says thank you. I didn't, I didn't get hit. That's fine, but I just <laughs> like I might as well just let the glow well, emanate. I appreciate then... it, but no one else did. <laughs> <laughs> Cass and you did. How's that? Um, yeah, Cass dated it back. DM, you said the the crow took what? The one that was on top of the autumn uh, pillar was pecking at something, and as everybody came out, kind of uh, scared it a little bit, and it picked okay. up what it had and then dropped it, and it it looks like a uh, dream pastry that has been kind of cleaned out. Okay. Uh, the hags t- go ahead and take the chickens with them, because I didn't see any on the way out. <laughs> uh, you can, as you're kind of looking around now, you do see four chickens and a mm-hmm. rooster just kind of pecking about, looking for food that they weren't readily given in the uh, in their crates. Uh, you see a, a sea of toads that are just kind of heading towards the uh, forest cover, maybe trying to find I mean, uh, the, the local pond. To be fair, I let him out. Um, you know, we got rations. I got, I got pies for you, bowl. You, you do realize that rations? Uh, why would you get rid of the fresh, free meat? 
I'm gonna have to well, it's not, it's not meat. Yeah, you gotta kill it, you gotta process it. It's chicken. You snap the neck, you take off the feathers, you singe it a little bit on the fire, it's good. Probably. I'm just gonna like clack my teeth together. <laughs> Fine. Then I suppose we might as well decide on who is going to watch. And in which town, so that we can get some sleep. I'll watch. Do you, do you have to sleep, Tech? I've, no. Not at <laughs> That's right. At all? At all. No wow. longer a requirement. Yep. What? Uh, I think you, ju you just got that feature, yeah, with our last yes. level up. Yeah, so nobody nobody knows yeah. or or have seen Tack stay up all night. So Yeah, that's why I was like, I'll take a second. Well, I'm, I'm just going to try and catch one of these chickens, and he'll actually, the two daggers he has in his hands, he'll throw one at a chicken and the other at the, the next chicken. <laughs> all right, give me, uh, give me two attack rolls. I don't even know what the DC is on a chicken, or the AC on a chicken is. Well, I mean, you're the DM. Just make it up. It's two. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. It's like sixteen, I'm sure. Just they don't have probably kills the chicken like a an adult pops out of the feathers. It's fine. Seven. <laughs> oh shit! All right. I had said I was gonna set the DC just at like ten, right, fifty percent. So yeah, you hit one. The first one, you kind of get at the feet, and it kind of uses its tiny wings to flap up and it's able to kind of like then scurry away, but you, then you're able to get one that was uh, unsuspectingly pecking at some stuff at the ground. That meant to scare the other one, and he'll go get his uh, his prey and uh, pick up his other dagger that is now probably in the dirt. <laughs> All right, you, got, you have one chat, one chicken. Uh, I think you said there was like an oven or something in the base. <laughs> yeah, there's an oven in there. Yeah, oh, Wait, probably... I, I said that weird. Yes, there's another. Yeah. <laughs> he'll probably start cleaning the chicken, and like during tax watch, he'll be, you know, preparing it and whatnot, cooking. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. You may not want to use that oven, but you know what's in these pies, right? Just start the campfire. Yeah. For I mean, yeah. If you're gonna kill the chicken, you like, cool, it's good for you. Off anyway. Otherwise, you get to make the teeth. It's just not pretty. Yeah. I mean, it could be. Um. Begrudgingly start gathering wood. Yeah, there's a forest line kind of. You're you're up on this hill that contains the megaliths and the the windmill, but then there is a forest line that is kind of down the hill on that backside <clears throat> that you're able to go down and get enough firewood. Uh, I will take a moment here to say a big shout out to Robo Raygun here in chat. He's been following us on YouTube, finally got caught up and is joining us live here for the first time. So uh, uh, thank you, Robo Raygun, for. Uh, for following us around and, and sticking with us. Um, yeah, so Bold, you're able to get enough firewood to come up and start a... or have the means to start a fire. He's a magic boy. He's got prestidigitation. He'll start a little fire. All right. Um, give give me a survival check on the uh, on the chicken skinning there. We'll, we'll see how much usable <laughs> usable meat you're able to <laughs> tack a sign. We did it. We did it, folks. We got That's to our, our, our <laughs> second album is usable meat. You know, following our debut <laughs> album of questionable leather. Mm, questionable leather, usable meat. <laughs> All gross uh, things. Sixteen on uh, skinning this bird. All right, yeah, that, you do a pretty good job. You've done this maybe once or twice before in the 
the back tents after a, a circus show, you've um, skinned a few chickens or, or plucked a few chickens and, and are you roasting? So you have the option. You can roast this thing whole or you can uh, kind of separate uh, wings, legs, and breasts if you'd like. I'll probably roast it whole and then like if, if anybody wants it, they can just come and tear some pieces off. Okay. Alright. Hey, Avi, you want to put any of those spices you found on there? I do want to. I do want to spend some time right before bed right. trying to figure out what is in the in the gourd. Okay. Um, give a couple options here. Nature, medicine, nature or medicine. I, okay, folks. Ingredient and medicine is one of the choices. That's a bad. It's uh, it's bad. Focus, folks. Folks. I'm going to be folks. honest here as a druid. Sorry, I have a higher medicine than I do nature. Uh, <laughs> what? That's a nat <laughs> 20 plus 3. Cass is mad. <laughs> it's a choice. It's a character choice. Yeah, I love you it. For it. We all have flaws. Um, nat, 20. nat 20 plus 3. Whoa, holy shit. Uh, yeah, you know, like, having a second now to kind of look through and maybe stir it around a, limb, a little bit, as you... <clears throat> Use it. What? What would you use to kind of stir this up? A stick or something. Your fingers. No, okay. no, yeah, no, you, no, 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 no. <laughs> you take a stick, and as you're stirring, you can feel the stick hit some bigger clods in there, and you pull it up, and there is a tooth. There are bigger bone chunks, and you can tell this is like a cremated uh, a being. <sighs> human by the one tooth that's in there. Um, human in nature. So is it terrible of me to go pocket human on people? Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. Probably we, is. We it have is. a gourd full of human remains. Okay. Um, do not want. Get rid of it. <laughs> Sorry. This is the creepiest content of our episode so far, yeah. and, but the most lighthearted. Like, <laughs> we're handling this well, guys. Well, probably not handling it the best. <laughs> right. <laughs> And there's our third uh, album, Gourd of Human Remains. <laughs> so we have questionable leather with human remains, dude. This this yeah. campaign is the worst. <laughs> um, so we got we got bull roasting the chicken, uh, Avi taking care of the the gourd of human remains. Uh, what's Tack and um, you're gonna do? I guess I'm gonna try and figure out this li liquid that's in this barrel. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't have identify or anything, but if there's any other means by which I might determine... Um, you can give me an arcana check, and we'll see you know, how, how deep we can go here. This is better than my, my religion, so maybe. Maybe. That is a 17. You know, after seeing uh, one of the hags kind of hitting the barrel three times, doing that twice, you know that there's some sort of summoning property here you know that some of uh, the the viscosity of this liquid is also a, a prime conduit for um, scrying spells. I think with that arcana, you can, like, maybe Morgantha was using this as a means to check in on other people. Okay. Like, this is like her magic mirror on the wall kind of thing. Gotcha. Crystal ball. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to have a ration and find a spot to 
sit and okay. stare out into nothing. <laughs> Alright. Um, give me a perception check for the uh, the night here. And then we'll, we'll go to Myrna and see what she's doing. That's a three on that perception. I mean, Ooh. I don't have to sleep, but I am not good at, at seeing things happen. <laughs> yeah, you guys have peaked. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So you, you feel like you're posted in a good spot. You're feeling confident. Um, this newfound kind of um, vigor that you don't you know, you're not getting the droopy eyelids anymore. So you're like zoning in. You feel that you're zoning in. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, Mirna, what are you doing here as we're kind of wrapping wrapping up the evening? Um, I will probably wait until the chicken is done. And seeing that Tack is preferring to have a ration, I will have his share as well. Um, hey, I'm I'm a big girl. Okay, I love it. Um. I probably will mutter a quick prayer to my god, thanking them for giving us life so far <laughs> and making it to this point in our adventure, and um, asking for guidance and strength to continue to defeat okay. our enemies. So, okay, um, give me give me a religion check on that. <clears throat> okay. Another dirty 20. Nice. So you you know your time here in Barovia is, is every time you've kind of uh, clutched your symbol and looked for uh, guidance and reassurance from your god, it's been a kind of... It, it, it comes with a little bit of pain and a little bit of burning. Um, nothing that's ever hurt you, but your symbol would would like start to uh, almost like a heat metal spell was going on and just kind of burn up against your chest. You feel that for a second, but then for the for the first time here, it kind of, it dissipates a little bit quicker, and you're able to you feel like that connection with your god is now back to what it used to be uh, before you came here, back when you were on, on the Sword Coast. You feel that connection. You feel the the pleasant healing warmth versus the uh, the destroying warmth kind of coming through you. And you, you feel, I, I would imagine, a little reassured. Okay. And with that, I would go into the first level of the windmill, place my back up against a wall, and try to get some sleep until it's my turn for watch. Okay. So Myrna's inside. Is everybody else staying outside? Just so we... No, so I'll go... I'll go inside with Myrna okay. as well. Okay. I think Bull would probably head in there. If there's like grain sacks or something, he would just like curl up on one of those. Yeah, there's there's a big bed of like potato growth <laughs> from Obvious Spell uh, <laughs> that you could kind of <laughs> potato growth. That's one of the songs on Gord Full of Human Remains. Uh, <laughs> sorry, making <laughs> that joke. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this band is like gr green jelly. You know, like, right. Serial you know, killer. Anyway, the serial killer. You know, uh, the misadventures of shit, man. <laughs> We're so I, dumb. I'm just, I'm just going to say, when I was in sixth grade, that was an, uh, an epic album. I just, it was, it was masterful. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> we'll get back on track here. Yeah, so there's like a, a woven bed of, like, potato growth that you could maybe do. There are some sacks of, uh, larger sacks of flour. Um, there's always the bed upstairs on the third floor. Um, that would probably be more comfortable now that you took the uh, the jewelry out of it. 
Uh, but given that they, the hags could like teleport and stuff, you'd probably just hang down okay. with them. Yeah. yeah, so you all kind of find your position in here. Um, you get comfortable in your position where you're sitting, but the one thing that just is not kind of subsiding is that smell of death. Of you know, there's that that sweet buttery pastry smell that is paired with the death that is it they don't they don't accompany each other and it is kind of um unsettling to you and you are having a hard time like getting into the sleep but after 15 20 30 minutes you do start to kind of doze off as you all have been kind of tested and um could really use the rest you all get it I mean, um, given Myrna's background, I really doubt the smell of death is right, going to perfect. Her. Yeah, so <laughs> Myrna, you you're able to just kind of uh, zone in and and go right to sleep. Um, <laughs> judging by your background, I like it. <laughs> um, so, uh, Tack, are you are you sitting outside? Yeah, I'm gonna post okay. up outside the okay. the front door there. I guess just kind of mm-hmm. lean against the wall. And yeah relax yeah things things are going swimmingly for you as you're out there um you're you're not picking up anything anything uh with that three you're just you're kind of um blissful ignorance almost you're 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 getting the sounds of the night and again you're not getting the wolf howls that were earlier in your adventures here you're getting more of of the kind of the crickets and the little bugs and the skitters of some of the toads that are now maybe coming back from the pond are now coming out and like searching around every now and then a chicken will cross your path but you don't you're not picking up any threats that are coming in and i'll say two or three hours pass getting close to what would be a shift change um if if mirna is kind of mentally geared up for that i'll, I'll let you wake up on your own or it, i'll let you guys kind of uh, I imagine Myrna is actually a pretty deep sleeper, more or less. Um, so okay. if Tack doesn't wake her up, that's on Tack. Yeah, Tack's right. not going to bother waking anyone up for okay. their, their, their turn at watch. Alright. Uh, Tack, I'll, I'll let you give me another perception check now that you've you've kind of settled into this, this new found feature you have of not being able... Is it a, is it a curse or is it a, a gift? How, how do you see this? Uh, Tack kind of sees it both ways. Um, there's, there's definitely the my patron is making me into something else, um, and uh, it's kind of a very detached look at it. From from that, Tack kind of sees all of this kind of stuff externally. Um, more than having a personal attachment to what's occurring. He's just kind of morbidly curious about the path this kind of stuff is taking. Um, and my new perception check is a... That is a 60. I do have dark vision out to 120 feet, if that's Good. helpful at all. So. Yeah, yeah, it is, definitely. You see two figures, silhouette, kind of peeking out from behind a um, the tree every now and then. Um, and and once, once they kind of caught eyes of you, they stopped walking. And they are, they're kind of frozen standing still. Just on the edge of your dark vision. I'll just keep an eye on them. 
Okay. I'm not going to make a move to like alert them that I'm aware that I can see them or, you know, wake anyone else up, but okay. uh, I'll take a take a look. Yeah, they they pause there for a good 15-20 seconds. Uh, they see that you're not moving or reacting to them and they start to creep again closer to the windmill and you can see now that these are the same two that were upstairs that were rescued and they're slowly making their way uh, back to the windmill I think I'll just continue again to still sit there Um, but if they get within I don't know I guess 60 feet I'll wave at them to let them know that I've seen them as it were yeah and they get within that 60 feet and and they see your wave and they kind of wave back and you can you can see their shoulders which were up all tight and tense kind of settled down seeing that it is it is not the hags themselves uh and they they continue to approach and they uh begin to say oh um it was we're terribly sorry it was too scary to go go on through the night uh we were hearing you know, howls and and then you know, uh, sounds in the in the forest. We we turned around and we thought, hopefully you guys, you guys did take care of the. Uh, they they knew you took care of the hag, so that uh, we just our, our best bet was to wait until until morning. And we thought this might be our best place. We're just probably seeking shelter. Back up where you stayed, I suppose. Uh, no, no, I, I, we, is it okay if we stay out here with you? Uh, I'd hate to go back up there. Pull up some grass, I guess. Yeah, they, they kind of lean up onto the windmill and and get comfortable and they, they embrace each other, not out of, not like a loving embrace, but just a, uh, keep each other warm kind of thing. Um, and they're, they're sitting there and, and you can, (laughs) you can audibly hear their, their stomachs are still growling even after the, the ration that Cass gave them. Uh, I will dig into... Wait, let me check and make sure I have rations to spare. I should. I bought rations, so I will... I will toss them each a ration. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you can just hear the sigh of relief, and they, they begin immediately in uh, eating eating these rations. Yeah, I'll toss my water skin over their direction as well. <laughs> yeah, they they drink it uh, and, and dry it pretty quickly. Um, you can you can see they are rather famished, like they've been up there for who knows how long without proper um, care. Uh, They're they are definitely taking all of this food in. I'm content uh, to sit in silence unless they have anything okay. to say. So I'll, I'll feed them, but I will totally do the awkward thing where it's like, okay, well... <laughs> You guys do you, but if you don't have anything to say to me, I, I'm I'm not the conversational type, as it were. So one one of them will turn to you. I, I I don't know if you're the one to talk to, but I I I feel like you should be asked one more time. Could you could you please escort us to Velaki with everything that we've heard out there? I just I I, I don't know that we can make it on our own. Uh You'd have to truthfully check with the dragon lady inside. Uh, I don't. I don't really make any decisions by myself, as it were. Uh, but I, 
I will say we're probably leaning real heavily towards no. Um, sun will be up in a couple of couple of hours, I guess. And uh, when the sun comes up, we're not headed back that way. Um, it's a couple hour walk on your your own. Uh, I feel like you should be able to just follow the path and and get there with minimal trouble. Uh, we got we got to here with no trouble at all. Typically, yeah, that would. Be, I, I guess. Do you, do you have any any more rations or, or or weapons that we may be able to defend ourselves if if something should happen? As he says, weapons. I will walk over to the dead were raven. <laughs> It's just laying in the field there. Um, pick up the, the short sword and hand crossbow that were on this dead body and, uh, you know, hand them uh, over. Uh, like, I don't really have any more food that I can spare at the moment, but, I mean, you should be able to get to town tomorrow. Okay, per the, the, this definitely helps. Uh, do you have any armor or anything? I'll gesture to myself being fully unarmored like I'm just wearing clothes I think you might be confused about who we are and, and what we do but no, I, I don't no I don't I'm not a peddler of arms and armor okay uh, I can I can see your you're getting agitated that's a it's fine sorry we've been we've been a burden enough well We'll take these gifts and hopefully we'll make our make it to Velaki. And they'll kind of like re-embrace and get um, what 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 you would see as getting like comfortable for the night. And I'll do the same then. <laughs> settle back in and gotcha. All right. Yeah. So just the hours start ticking, and if uh, attack, you're not going to go inside it, and nobody else has the urge to wake up. We'll just kind of keep ticking those, uh, those hours away. The, again, that muted sunlight begins to rise. Uh, and, and, um, and kind of light up the sky a little bit. It's again, it's that muted kind of gray misty, um, feel, but it does, uh, uh, symbol sim symbolize to you that morning is now upon us. I guess as dawn starts to, or what it passes for dawn here, starts to rise, I'll bang on the door, you know, and holler, time to, time to get a move on. And, you know, I'll stand up and, like, be ready outside like I've, you know, I'm already packed up, ready to go. Okay. I'm, I would have gotten up early. Um, okay. I'm going to take the pile of human ashes and i'm just gonna gourd of human remains yeah i'm just gonna dig a quick hole um pour it in there and then i'll put up a just and a quick outside yeah okay yeah. so as you come outside you do see two those same two people kind of huddle up at the base of the the windmill there short sword and crossbow or yeah crossbow in hand um tack is up and ready kind of just after uh, getting ready to knock on the door, I guess you came out before, but you do see that, and yeah, you you walk out, you know, a couple paces and begin that. Okay. And I'll put up just a quick like marker. It's not gonna be like religious or anything. Just okay. And like etch unknown. Gotcha. 
Kuka? I'll probably get up, realize it's more or less daylight, walk out, give Tack a very confused look, and I, wait for Bull to drag his off the beanbag. That's essentially what that is. And we were asleep long enough for the, yep. the long rest, right? Long, long rest for everybody. Awesome. Yeah, yay. Uh, Mirna, again, you see those two people that you recognize. Uh, they're they're up, but they're not moving yet. They look like they're awkwardly waiting to join the conversation or a conversation. Tech, tech, tech. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm just gonna nod just a little bit. They came back in the middle of the night. They're scared helpless, defenseless. They wanted us to take them to Wallachi again. I I told them yeah. they ultimately would need to check with you, but yes, that I didn't yeah. think that was happening. He told us we needed to talk to you about the escort mission. I told them we were headed the other direction, but that I didn't make those decisions on my own. I just look attack. I no, said it's, no yesterday. It's I, it, what do you it, do? You want me to kill him? I, I can't no, tell him. To, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. We are we are armed now. And he holds up the short sword, and she holds up the uh, crossbow. Uh, we sh- he he is ensuring that we will make it, and um, he we have we have a few rations, and we'll we'll make it. It's fine. I'm gonna as they're talking. I'm gonna run over and give them two dream pies and say, only use these if you need them. Okay. You asshole. Um, you don't actually eat those, do you? No, you they, slip they them in. Of, no, they you put their hands up. Only if you need to. No, I. These are, these are dangerous. Don't. Well, if you eat enough, you kind of get immune to them. And if you're really that hungry. No, we not for those. We and they hold out the few rations that Tag gave them. Um, we're fine. You. I would not eat those if I were you. Look, um, if we were going to Valaki, there'd be one thing, but we are going the opposite way. In fact, we just came from Valaki, so um, in lieu of an escort, and I will not do the sign of the cross because this is not Christianity, but I will do something and okay. offer a blessing um, on the two of them. Okay. It, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be ungrateful, but Thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll be fine. And they look at each other in the kind of like in this re- level of reassurance that is not very <laughs> likely. Uh, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Uh, and they thank you. Thank you for everything that you've done. That impacts if you stay together, you are better off. So should we stick to the road or would it be quicker to cut through the woods? What? It's stick faster to cut through the woods, but it's a little more dangerous. Okay, so we'll stick to the road. We'll, we'll stick to the road. Okay, all right. Thank you. Thank you again. And they, they do start to uh, turn around and walk away. Wait, hold, hold on. I got something. Uh, yeah. Two yes. of you. Are, are, you come com- are you coming with us? Oh, God. No, God, no. Uh, rummage through his, his pack. And he's gonna pull out the 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 brush from the death house and hand it over to him and said, "This here is uh 
is a ward against evil, so just make sure you carry this on you and you will probably, no, you will be safe on your passage. And he'll also hand them two rations and, and some food in case you get hungry, I guess. Perfect. Y'all, I understand we are a ragtag group of misfits, but we are, like, in some ways, the biggest assholes I've ever met <laughs> in a game. Where did you get that brush at in there? Do, do you remember what the description was? It was the silver brush up there with the, uh, that's right. the ladies. Yeah. That's the right. Ladies. Okay. Shit, I was just making it. sure it wasn't, like, some... Creepy. Werewolves? Is that what uh, you said? <laughs> uh, all right, they 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 kind of look at it, but recognize that there is some silver property to it. They do stow it, take your rations, and <laughs> and they do walk away. Stony <laughs> camp. Is that the next? Uh, yeah. Lady Eva, Eva, Madam Eva. I think that was the plan. I hope that was the plan. We're not going back to, to Vlaki, so. So I moved you on to the, uh, the main map of Barovia. Um, you guys are up here in the, uh, the pink square there. Um, I will. So you know that. Uh, this trail, this offshoot right here. I don't know. Did that bring you to it? Is it controller uh... or shift? Oh, there it goes. Okay. Uh, yeah, right after the bridge that you crossed next to that, um, that majestic-looking waterfall is where the the break-off to go to where uh, Ismark the Lesser told you uh, Matt and Eva would be. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Robo Raygun in chat is like, uh, you're pretty right. We've been trying to get to Madame Eva since the start. <laughs> that's <laughs> a that's a day one thread that we just haven't pulled on. Yeah, that's a, that's session one thread. Um, that's the whole reason why you're here. One task at a time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, uh, to get there, um, judging it's going to be like an eight hour nonstop trek um if you especially if you stick to the road you may be able to shave off a little bit if you go off trail but you know going off trail judging by the terrain uh there are some hills and of course forests um uh which you know inhabit in there like the uh the blights that you guys fought on your entrance to barovia and you know you know the, the sounds of the werewolves or wolves and werewolves and such and i'm fine stick to the road yeah i'd agree yeah, same. Okay. Can't give that advice if we aren't willing to take it ourselves. <laughs> That's good. Well, to be fair, yeah. we're a little bit more capable than Jack and Joe. We haven't died yet. You're giving yet. people soylent green pies, okay? <laughs> oh. I don't know that. So if you... <laughs> If you guys are heading out, is everyone here actually chaotic alignment besides <laughs> me? Am I? I think that's what it is. I don't know what you're talking about, Tech. Right. Yeah, I think everybody here is chaotic. Yeah, of course. 
All right. So if you're heading out, you do have to go down the hill coming down from this uh, windmill that is up there. And you do get back onto the main the main uh, thoroughfare heading east, uh, going back towards the village of Barovia that you know there. Also, in the distance, you can see up on the hill, uh, in, the, in the far distance, you see the, the outlines of um, what, what you have been told is Strahd's um, castle uh, up on a bigger hill. Um, you do you do start trekking. Um, any anything you guys want to uh, cover during this trek? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, do we see any locals? Probably not. Uh, no, it. I imagine it's a little too early, and you really haven't seen many on your travels through here, other than that the the werewolf gentleman that tried to lure you into the woods um, and the wine guy. And the, and the wine guy that gave you the carriage ride to Barovia. Um, so, yeah, these are people kind of, you know, uh, shelter in place, uh, so to say. They, they don't really venture outside of um, their given provinces. DM sure. saying everybody outside is bad. Nerd. Yeah. Well, I think... You know, the general population is smart enough to stay <laughs> where they're at, right? It's like, really? That's that's what we're going with? <laughs> in these walls, while it may be uh, dire at times, it is safer than what is out there. The first half hour, Bull has had his loot out and is just trying to uh, come up with a song that is mainly comprised of Stick to the road, stick to the road. <laughs> oh, somebody gets annoyed with him. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I like it. Um, give me a give me a performance check, uh, Bull. <laughs> He's been playing all day. That's a that is a twenty nine. Yeah, man. It the oh, first 20, two. Sorry. <laughs> the first two chords are kind of like out of tune, but then you're quickly just adjusting that and uh, get get it dialed in. And you're yeah, you're kind. Of, it's actually kind of nice. I would imagine. Um, minus the lyrics and your singing, the lute itself <laughs> is, is, is kind of a, a happy kind of rhythmic release that everybody I would imagine is enjoying. Um, Avi, what are you doing with your toad? It's <laughs> what are you doing with your toad, man? Anything you want to do with that? Uh, no, I mean, I'll just, I'll keep him like, is it a, is not a, be fair. Is it a toad or a frog? Cause it's a toad. Okay. So it's a little bigger, a little wartier. Does it need water? Is that the difference? Toads don't need water? I think so. Okay, cool. I think that's totally a real thing. Um, Have you tried? <laughs> Never mind. Just... Well, I mean, they, they like don't mind water, but they don't need it as much yeah. as like a, a frog, right? Yeah. Um, no, I'm not going to really do anything with it. I, I am going to try and look for plants and anim or like animals. See what's out there. Animals, yeah. um, like what do you mean, like any kind of game hunting or just no, uh, possible threats or some to talk to? Oh, uh, yeah. Give me. Well, your nature sucks. We've already determined that. That's true. Um, as this, this druid of the woods, uh, give me. <laughs> you can give me a survival check. We'll, we'll just stick oh, that's that. plus. That's plus six, friend. That's Ooh. a thirteen total. <laughs> thirteen. Um, 
You see, you catch like the the random um, squirrel kind of, uh, you know, uh, not scavenger, but like, um, you know, they're just hoarding nuts. Um, one thing does catch your eye in kind of deeper off the trail a little bit. There's like a like a game trail that does cross um, the main road. And you see uh, what you you pick out to be a, a hunting trap. I'm gonna go dismantle the trap as we're walking. Okay. Yeah. So everybody else, you see Avi kind of like stop his pace and and get off the trail, off the main road. And you see uh, it, it. What would you would see is like a a wolf trap or a bear trap, kind of the steel jawed. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of uh, taco shell <laughs> kind of clap trap. <laughs> Um, it's got steel jaws that are kind of caked in rust, like it's been here for a while and hasn't been tripped. Like maybe the uh, the animals that do <laughs> come through here know it's there, okay. um, but it is it is hidden um, rather kind of uh, intelligently. And you, yeah, um, with your survival check, you're able to go in and, and kind of you know release it and it closes shut and kick it out of the uh, or you can keep it if you want. It's up to you, but you do. Yeah, I'll keep you it. do trigger. Okay. Yeah, other than that, I mean, that's in the the, the random squirrel uh, kind of. There's some bird life out there that you can hear, kind of squawking as you are approaching. You know, it's um, you would know too. Like hearing birds is is a good sign. You know, when you don't hear birds, it's there's some sort of apex predator in the area, but you don't you hear the birds, so you're okay. you're kind of at ease. With it, I think. Sure. And yeah, that's all I'm doing. Anybody else? What's on this travel? All right. Just keep so it quiet. A, okay. It gets about, you know, uh, after afternoon-ish, uh, you're getting closer to what would be a time to maybe sit and take a break. Um, you can see the those gates of Barovia, like the ones that you first came into. There are some that kind of section off um, some of this area. You pass through these, so you know they're there, but you do see those up ahead, which is a good sign, meaning you're getting close to um, the split that goes to Strahd's Castle and getting closer to that waterfall. But it is it is lunch break time kind of thing. I see we just Are you guys forward. wanting to stop, or do you want to keep pushing on? I see we push forward. Okay, so kind of like eating eating on the, on the run there. All right, so you, you push forward. You do get closer. You do see the gates now, and you see that um, you remember there are those big gates that kind of have those two uh, beheaded knights or, or um, kind of warriors on the side. Uh, the gates are open, so you're able to pass through. And just on the other side, you get to a fork in the road, and going going right leads to um, uh, Tesser Falls and the bridge. And the to the next fork where you need where you know Madame Eva is, and to the left is um, to Strahd's castle. I think we're going right here, right? That's the. As you, go ahead, Bo. I say, do you think if we just you know ask Strahd that he would <laughs> let us go, maybe we could uh, tell him that we're gonna uh, send people his way, but you know once we get out, we're I mean, I have to kill him, so I don't. I don't think that works for me. Wait, 
have you shared this before with us in game? Okay. Why do you have to kill him? I mean, now might be a good time for this information. It's it's a fairly recent de developed yesterday. Oh. Y'all were there when I got pulled into the water. I put, that didn't happen by myself. Okay, but you did not share with the class. I I kind of shared with the class. Kind of, I but. Did. Out of character, Myrna wasn't there, but in character, the rest of these guys actually know this information. Fine, then me making that comment was shared. <laughs> it was shared with everybody else at the time. That's fine. We forgot that this was shared. Much as you yourself answer to a higher power, I also answer to a higher power. And I've been tasked. With killing this lord or whatever he is. Yeah. And the person who gave you this task, um, perhaps did they share any secrets and how you are going to kill him? Or do we have to figure that part out? That's, you know, part of the trial, I'm certain. Of course it is. Okay. I mean, if we knew how to kill him, it would be easy, right? We could just go home, go do it, adventure over. Where's the fun I in thought that, you didn't right? want adventure stack. I don't. Me and my higher power don't always see eye to eye on my personal ideals and desires. I understand that a bit more than I think you know. Uh, no, Sina, you stay down there. <laughs> um, okay. So, we kill him. I mean... From what I gather, he is a bit of a prick. Potentially powerful. But if we help you do this, then we go home. That I can't guarantee. I mean, I will go home. But I can't make guarantees for the rest of you. And as an aside, I'm not saying that you need to kill Strahd. I'm just saying that's... It's where I have to head before all things are said and done. I won't get to go home until that's accomplished. Well, to be fair, I did promise is that I would do my best to keep you alive. So if that means that I follow you into Strad's castle, then so be it. There might be other ways for the rest of you to get home. Hence going to see Madame Eva. We don't necessarily have to share the same fate. I wouldn't want to hold any of you in obligation to stay with me if there's another way for you guys to return. Not that I'm not unthankful or ungracious for your help, but I don't want you to feel morally obligated to stay if you can leave. Tech, I made a promise. I do not take my promises lightly. Fair enough. That being but said, you... I, I don't think going to Strahd's castle right now is the appropriate course of action. We no. We probably get a little more information first. Yeah, so it's just about to say that if, um, if you find out any more information... Oh, I'll definitely share it. Good. Look well, at that. I think if 
boogie back there. I think if <laughs> we're gonna help you kill Strahd, then you know you're gonna have to start helping out on hag fighting or whatever else. I did help out in the hag fighting. Now, if you want to just immediately jump to the second floor of a building every time we come to one, I can't be held responsible to whatever happens to you once you get inside before the rest of us have an opportunity to join you. So, you know, that's that's your call. Uh, you know, I'm a little bit more for a little... I mean, we've had the discussions. I like my tasks. I like my contracts. I like my order. If you just want to run off into the middle of things without a plan... I, I can't say I'm super inclined to correct your course of action. Like you're your own man. Yeah, bull. You? Yeah, bull. I'll be on. I'll be by attack. Just. <laughs> I don't. I don't recall you saying, "Hey, I'm going in there right now." Before you went in, I don't recall Avi. Well. He's got those nightmares now, so maybe we shouldn't pick on him about his poor impulse control. I don't I don't work in this party. So yeah, I mean I'm more than happy to help, but uh I don't like to rush into anything that I do, and you seem to be the direct opposite of that. Um I mean you got yourself turned into a frog. Yeah. Bull. I don't know if either you saw that for sure. <laughs> I am positive Myrna shared that information with the rest of us. Yeah, well, I, I, I see if the DM's going to allow that. Can I retcon that to say I, I pointed that out? Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it would be almost too too funny uh, not to share. Um, so yeah, Myrna did share that maybe during the eating of the chicken, maybe apologizing to Bull or or at least just like bringing it up. Uh, Actually, no. It would have been when Avi was talking to the toad. All right, perfect. I because uh... <laughs> why not? I love it. Um, yeah. So, Tack, you would know that. Well, perhaps we can just meet in the side. I mean, yeah, that's fine. We can meet in the middle. You don't accuse me of not assisting, and uh, maybe you don't run off fall half cock. It just sounds like me doing both all the legwork. I mean, I've already been doing my part. You just accused me of not doing my part. That's fair. We all have that's a part. I mean, if, if we just want to agree to disagree, that's fine. You can continue to uh, assume that I'm doing nothing, and I'll uh, just let you continue to make an ass of yourself. That's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. We, I mean, we cool it down here, guys. We all have a part <laughs> to play in this party. And I think we all play it pretty well, so we should, you know, let's just keep keep moving. As uh, what kind of seems like bickering amongst the party goes on, you hear a laughter start to kind of resonate and resound through the trees and especially down that path that leads up towards Strahd's place. Uh, and if you do look down that trail... Probably about three, four hundred yards, you see a lone wolf standing in the uh, in the middle of the road, laughing at us. 
you can't tell if it's coming from the wolf itself, but the laughter almost seems to be omnipresent. It's just coming from like all around. So everything we've done in the past leads me to think it's a good idea to go see that wolf. <laughs> That's just a bit disconcerting. Did we not just have this discussion with Tack? <laughs> he said continue like, doing stupid not, things. Did we not? <laughs> Um, I'm gonna leave a meat pie. Oh my god. Right. For it. Okay. Minus one meat pie from your inventory. That's I mean, like I meant like. in the middle of the ocean and sprinkling blood around yourself. <laughs> okay. Well, we're um, gonna continue walking, right? Yeah. Avi, you're no longer encumbered. Um, Sweet. That wouldn't be pie. <laughs> 14 uh, pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so you do. That, that laughing does, like, as your guys' kind of attention goes around and towards that wolf it does stop and go back to its kind of the the eerie quiet um with the with the few birds um actually now avi you would notice the birds have kind of dissipated disappeared and are no longer um are chirping that's fine but you can definitely leave that meat pie and, and move forward yeah i'm gonna, leave the, I'm gonna leave the meat pie okay all right uh, you guys continue on um, about another hour or so. You get to the uh, the Tesser Falls, um, and this is if you remember, this is just great waterfall spilling into this nice uh, bluish pool, um, kind of creating this cloud of cold mist that kind of spills up and billows onto the uh, the bridge there. The Great Stone Bridge spans the canyon. Uh, and, and you're you're really high like that canyon is almost a thousand feet down this is there are two hillsides that this bridge kind of spans across almost a thousand feet down is the um, is the uh, the river and to the to the to your right is the uh, falls and you continue on and just on the other side of the bridge is the uh, the fork in the road the new fork in the road that would lead you to what you have been told is um, uh, Madame Eva's camp and um, if you head that, are you guys, do you guys want to head that way? Yeah, I don't oh, yeah. Decision. Great. All right. So as, as you head down that way, the road, it, it kind of disappears. Uh, the road uh, that you were on, the main road, disappears and is replaced by a twisted, muddy path that kind of like has to go around some tree stumps that haven't been uh, cleared all the way. Uh, and just deep ruts in the earth are evidence of the comings and goings of wagons. Um, this is less of a, a like a paved uh, road and more just like a trail that is off the main road. Um, <clears throat> you do see as as you further in and get further into this trail off the main road, just this canopy of mist and branches kind of like cover over the trail as the, uh, the the forest and the tree line is right hugging next to it. Um, but it does it does begin to clear up. And uh, I can reveal a little bit more of this map for you. Uh, there we go. Um, it does begin to clear up. And we'll say you're about right there. Uh, and you see the river begin to widen into more of a... I don't know what it would be called, but it is more lake-like. Uh, there is the current still flowing in there, but there are some like back currents that are swirling around. You can see it just start to open up here in this clearing. Uh, you do see five colorful tents, round tents, 
And I'll actually uh, move you to a new map. Uh, shit, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I don't even know where I'm at. Where? What is this thing? Where are what we? What is this thing called life? Hey, I just want to say, if you're new out there, go ahead and hit that follow button. Yeah, give the... Give yeah. the I'm going to have to move you here real quick, and then I'll move... <laughs> Sorry. It was one too many. Also, All if you right, haven't... So oh, you're ready. Okay, never mind. Add, no, add cancel. Finish, finish your spiel. I was going to say, if you haven't, go check out Skull Splitter Dice. Get some metal dice. Roll them. Once you roll metal, yeah. you never roll anything else, yeah. I promise you. Links down below, guys. All right, here we are. You are here. Um, if you want to drag your tokens and put them kind of on the far left of the map... <laughs> Robo Raygun saying, uh, yep, yep, I got my set back when you guys were stomping around Waterdeep and had a different name. <laughs> He's been around for a while. Thanks, Robo. Um, so here you are. So the, the road, it, it's kind of this muddy, rutted uh, road, trail. Um, you see five colorful tents, and those would be uh, these guys here. Uh, there's three up here, and then there's two on the other side. Um, they're about 10 feet in diameter. Uh, they're pitched outside a ring of four barrel-topped wagons. Um, a much larger tent stands near the shore of the lake, and its sagging form lit from within. Near this tent are eight unbridled horses drinking from the river. And as you are approaching, you can hear uh, mournful strains on an accordion that are clashing with the singing of several brightly clad figures uh, dancing around a bonfire. The footpath continues beyond the encampment, meandering north between the river and the forest edge. I walk up real slow. Hello. <laughs> I think someone blow up. Uh, yeah, very weakly. Just hello. All right. Is is everybody kind of following suit here and uh, playing backup to Avi's lead role? <laughs> this yeah. always no. ends ends well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, send in the clown. <laughs> so as you kind of uh, get past the, the, the tree line that is there up next to the trail, you see uh, 12 different um, brightly uh, clothed, uh, what you would know are Vistani dancing around. There's there's kind of an even mix between uh, uh, presenting male, female. Um, standing, some are standing, some are sitting around the fire. They're all, you know, there's a couple... Uh, wine skins being passed around there's one on the accordion that you can now hear or see uh they're just kind of having a really good time and it, it immediately brings you back to uh outside of daggerford when you were when you were dealing with uh the vistani that were there uh your initial thread to get you here uh kind of brings you back to that same kind of feel it seems like everybody's having a really good time they're all kind of uh you know uh there's a level of intoxication here um, they don't. They don't see you, or they they're not reacting to you. I'll nudge Javi. What do you want? Go talk to him. Oh. Um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll walk in and just say, "Um, hi. We were sent here from. She was that like six months ago." <laughs> uh, January. Um, <laughs> so the one closest to the edge there, kind of in between those two wagons. Oh, we we have visitors. Come, come, come. Have wine with us. Sit and drink and let us tell you stories. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Madam Eva? Oh, yeah, yeah. She can wait. But come, 
we need drinks first. You look, uh, well, you, so you are kind of flushed, but there's a, a fire thing going on. That's kind of interesting. But your friends, and he kind of like peeks his head and looks up the trail. Uh, they need, uh, I cannot tell if they have had wine in their bellies in some time. Come, come, come. Friends is a strong word, but I'll, <laughs> come on. I don't say that loud enough so the party can hear yeah, it. Just... Of course you don't. <laughs> Just so chat can hear you. <laughs> uh-huh. More like and traveling acquaintances. As as you guys begin to, uh, if if you guys are coming, I, uh, Avi, you're there for sure. The, the person playing the accordion begins to uh, come over to you and starts, like, doing a little tap. And, like, every step you take, he does whoop, 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 whoop. Okay. And almost like in this kind of mocking kind, not really a playful uh, gesture. And then as as Tack gets closer, he moves to Tack and ooh, ooh, ooh. come, come, the first guy, come sit, get uh, get these, get our visitors some wine. And uh, another person comes up from their seat, picks up, you know, handing out their uh, wine skin. Uh. Before Bull would go and join the party, he would um, bring Kane to him. Because <laughs> he realized that uh, Kane with uh, what's her face does literally nothing because he can't he can't communicate that far. <laughs> uh, and then he'll send Kane off to investigate these like tents up to the north. Okay. Okay. Now we we have said, and sorry. That you can't see through Kane, right? Uh, I can if I'm like if I stop and actually try to like. Do okay. It. But we can communicate uh, telepathically. Okay. <laughs> I just love Michael what? Kane off to the side. He's like, What's up? <laughs> just sorry, I'm on the phone. Um, <laughs> what what orders would you be giving Kane as he's approaching there? And give me um, a stealth check for oh, old Kane. Uh, I mean, if that guy was loud enough and said Madam Eva can wait, he'll definitely be looking for Eva. Okay. Um, I'll say you can have adv advantage on this because they are kind of all eyes on this party that's coming in. It is darker over there. So uh, stealth check. And I don't know if you're if it uses your stats or just your spell modifier. Um, uh, it's got its, its own. Okay. Is it invisible? Is it invisible? I, Unseen servant? No, uh, this is a, a familiar. I took it. I got a. Oh, oh, okay. I right. finished it. It's a uh, fourteen. Okay. All right. Let me. Just what in does Kane okay. look like now? <laughs> Michael Kane. He's, he's not an unseen servant. <laughs> he's a little weasel with a, with a weasel. bow tie. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, okay, so this isn't your Unseen Servant. Okay, you're just using it as. Sorry, I may have missed that that point. Um, okay, as uh, your uh, weasel kind of comes in and pops its head under this tent, um, give me an investigation check. Investigation is wisdom, yes? Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's intelligence. Uh, it's intelligence, yeah, sorry. Another gun. Okay, well, that's worse. It's a uh, 13. Okay. Um, it, there's a, there a couple beds in here, kind of like a ring around the outside. Um, they are all empty, 
as in everybody's out towards the party. But you do see um, kind of a bigger coin purse that is sitting at uh, right next to the pillow on one of the uh, the beds. And they're, they're not like bed cots or anything. They are just like bed rolls on the ground. Okay. Uh, he would probably tell him to ignore that and move on to the next tent. Okay. Which is, uh, we'll go outside first, like back left. Okay. Yeah, same same kind of setup. Not a whole lot in here. Uh, nobody sleeping. Same kind of three or four beds that surround the outside. Oh, is she going to be in that big one? All right, I'll check the last one on the. <laughs> yeah, same same exact setup. <laughs> so nothing nothing in these three. Uh, they they're kind of, you know, cookie cutters of each other. Except the one middle one did have that um, coin purse that kind of stuck out. All right, he'll snap his fingers and poof, okay. cane to right. whatever the pocket dimension. Okay, um, yeah, so everybody else back at the camp now. Uh, is is everybody coming in? You are being welcomed. Please don't. Yeah, I'm going to not want to wake up with any wine left in our skins, right? That seems creepy, but I'm down. As creepy as that cloak you are wearing. Uh, I don't think I ever said I was wearing the cloak. Oh, you're I not wearing. Have it. the cloak. All right, you should be wearing it. <laughs> travesty <laughs> um yeah and i'll start kind of like michael scott dancing on my way in there oh yeah and the accordion guy comes and he starts like giving you a jig to dance to um other <laughs> others get up off their their tree stumps or their logs and kind of tell you to sit the main one that you you saw uh first is ah uh, so you you come to see madame eva uh, do you oh i told you yeah. What if I told you she's been waiting for a long time? We actually so ran into some interesting stuff along the way. Nice. Tell me all about it. Sit. Tell me. Oh. Like what? Where do we even begin? We. This house. The, and I'm going to go into the full story of the death house. There was this house right. that, I'm not kidding you, tried to eat us. It had teeth yeah, and you everything. You were foolish enough to go in those doors. <laughs> well, you let those two little brats fool you. <laughs> That's well, fine. It's I fine. Mean, I mean, you wouldn't be the first. We wanted to save some kids, right? Yeah, yeah. Those kids are kind of. Oh, uh, all right, sure. Well, how do we know who's good and bad here in Barovia? Because I'm going to be honest. It seems like you, you all are the only nice ones we've met so far. We are good. Are we not friends? No, we are. We're best friends. I'm yes, me and you. Yes. But how do we know when we're outside of this tent? Is just everybody bad? Mm, kinda, but we're friends, right? I uh, just said yes, best friends. Yeah. Right. Have some wine. Uh, what's what is Mirna? <laughs> what's Mirna doing as as Avi? Do, Avi, do you come in and sit down? Well, yeah, I dance to a uh, seat. Oh, dance, and then <laughs> told your story. What's Avi doing as? Or what's Myrna doing as Avi goes into the story? Um, definitely would decline the wine, especially after Stanimir and that whole situation. Um, I just want to scan the crowd and see who might be meaning mo more or less than what they're actually saying. <laughs> okay. Um, give me insight. If you're if you're looking into the individual person 
Yeah, give me give me an insight check there. That'll be an eighteen. Eighteen. Um, what are you looking for exactly? Um, I'm more specifically just looking at every person, trying to get a feel for the crowd. Like, are these okay? Um, are these people? Do they potentially mean us harm? I mean, are we going to get teleported to another? plane of existence like the last time we, you know yeah. um, okay. just to kind of get a few of a vibe for the group is more what I'm looking at um everybody is smiling everybody is in and you can see like the rosy cheeks in them and, and kind of the glazed eye, eyeballs they are intoxicated um some of them have they are armed they do have like a, a scimitar or a light crossbow uh strapped on their back um, some of them have them just sitting next to them. Uh, but nobody is, like, looking at you with a scowl or any sort of aggression. Everybody is is kind of happy to see visitors coming down here. Um, so no no, no bad vibes. Tack, what are you doing? Uh, Tack's going to take an offered wineskin and find a spot to sit and just kind of keep an eye okay. on everybody. All right, perfect. Yeah, you're able to. Uh, yeah, some of these guys move out from around and give you give you some spots to sit around the uh, the fire itself. Um, you're a, yeah. There's wine readily available. You come in, you sit down. Um, <laughs> Avi tells his story. In in that story, uh, I'm gonna point to Tack and say, this guy right here, he nonstop tells the best stories. I, I'm not very good at it, but he. I mean, he, you could spend hours listening to him tell a story. Yeah. The accordion guy jumps over to where Tack is sitting and starts playing. Story, tell us a story. And as you sigh, he goes, wah, wah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I assumed you were going to sigh there. <laughs> Maybe yeah, <you're>... <laughs> definitely, definitely just going to sigh there. Every After... breath you take, he's kind of squeezes and... Oh, I don't know why he would point you in my direction. I'm not much of a talker. He's our glorious druid, though. He lit many fires. But we are having fun, right? And he, he goes into it like a quicker, and then he starts circling around the uh, the backside of the campfire there. What time uh, of day, night is it? It's It took you about eight hours to get here, so it's, you know, five-ish. You know, supper time. You know, you put in a hard eight hours. Working nine to five. Uh, Bo, what are you doing as, as this is going on? Uh, I think he would saddle up to uh, Mirna, and then yep. would. I mean, we would be able to see this like huge tent over here, right? Uh, uh, northwest. Yeah, that one up there. Yeah. Yeah, you can see it. That's the only one that has light kind of emanating from it. Um, as you're standing next to this wagon, though, you do hear some snoring coming from inside that wagon. Side up to so uh, I checked out a couple of tents that away. Point with his head to the left. Um, all clear, but I think this Madame Ava might be in that the big house over there, and there's some asshole snoring behind us. Well, I suppose if she is the leader, it would make sense that she would be in the biggest tent. Uh, 
plan of action here? Um, I don't know. I think for now it is better to watch and see if Zeminas harm. And if not, then we ask for the help. We have not seen this Madame Eva yet, so as far as we know, this could be just a traveling troop. I have to go ahead and cut that accordion to shreds, though, before we leave. <laughs> I'm surprised you do not want to play it yourself, Paul. <laughs> Perhaps you could challenge them. Oh, I can do a loot off, but the accordion <laughs> is a, a demon instrument. <laughs> As you guys are having that conversation, you see this this one here at the top kind of rushes into the fire, stands up on a stump. It is now time for me to tell a story. Are you all ready? And he kind of looks around, and of course, every Vistani's like, ready, 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 you know. Uh, catches eyes with all of you. Are you all ready? Not if you are ready. Good, good, good. Here we go. Okay. And he's, you can see the, the fire is like glowing on his face. You know, it's not too dark, but it is creating kind of a rosier look on, on the front of his body. There was a time a mighty wizard came to this land. It was over a year ago. I remember him like it was yesterday. He stood exactly where you are standing, and he points to all four of you. Very charismatic man he was. He thought he could rally the people of Barovia against the Devil Strahd. And he kind of points across the, the lake behind him, up in the direction of Strahd's castle. As you said, Devil He's, Strahd, I want to nudge yeah. Tack. <laughs> he stirred them with thoughts of revolt. And bore them to the castle in mass. When the vampire appeared, what do you think the peasant army did? They fled. In terror, a few stood their ground and were never seen again. The wizard and the vampire cast spells at each other for hours. Their battle flew from the courtyards of Ravenloft to the precipice overlooking the falls. I saw the battle with my own eyes. Thunder shook the mountainside, and great rocks tumbled down upon the wizard. Yet by his magic he survived. Lightning from the heavens struck the wizard, and again he stood his ground. But when the devil Strahd fell upon him, the wizard's magic couldn't save him. I saw him thrown a thousand feet to his death. I climbed down the river to search for the wizard's body to, you know, see if he had anything of value. <laughs> but the river Ivlis had already spirited him away. Ooh. And he gets, he gets down off the stump, kind of fades back. And if you remember a little uh, lore recall here, when you were back in Barovia... And the, uh, the priest's son, the first vampire you guys came into contact with, there was a story of him storming the gates of Castle Ravenloft with some weird wizard. Um, but as far as you knew then in, in that story, 
the wizard had died. Um, and and his son must have been one of the the uh, the peasants that came to fight Strahd and was turned. And the, the Vistani next to you sitting where you guys are sitting, he tells the best stories, right? It's pretty good. One a thousand I mean, times. no match to this guy, but good. Is that a thousand times? And it's a year ago? So yeah, it we, three, three times a day? Morning, noon, and night. I mean, we... Wow, sorry. that's impressive. We that exaggerate is. a little bit. It's okay. Why, why are you not having fun? Everyone else is having fun. And he's like pointing to uh, the Vistani around the fire who are just like he, ear to ear grins. He is actually anti-fun. I, I don't get it. He lost his funny bone when he was young. This guy. And you travel with this guy. Weird. Well, he more travels with us, to be fair. <laughs> where, were you, where were you all uh, in the picket lines of uh, vampire or peasants? <laughs> Whose side did you take? Well, uh, we, we give me a give me a persuasion. Ooh. You, do, you, you persuading? It feels like a persuasion. Give me a persuasion check. <laughs> Hold on, it's a that's a twenty-eight. Jeez, oh, I don't think I don't think I can match it. I rolled a 19, but their modifier is not nearly high enough. Um, you know, we we don't really pick sides. We You're stay in the chosen. middle. We know. That's what they call you. Say that again. I said your strut's chosen. We know. It's what they uh, call you. Oh, good. So the stories have permeated you. Uh, yeah, that. I mean, that's why we stay kind of neutral. Uh, if we were to interfere, we would we would no longer be able to come and go. But you call him a devil, and if Ooh. he was if he was gone, you'd be able to come and go as you please, right? We are not. We're not be beyond seeing the the evil things that he does. So if you knew you could win, wouldn't you do it? We cannot win. If you, you knew cannot win, we could win. What is? You cannot win. You think you can win? Have you is that why us? you're here? <laughs> this is why you... And he kind of like elbows the other Vistani next to him. No, we're, we're, we're here to sell, to franchise out, see? <laughs> That's... <laughs> what does that mean, franchise out? See, we're making a... You know the pie lady? We're not making her pies. We're making tacos like her pies but not with her meat with uh chicken meat have you ever had chicken yeah we we dine on chicken almost nightly have you ever had taco like i i don't know what this word is i'll, I'll make you a taco is that in the morning in in the morning yes for breakfast tacos for breakfast Nate. well i mean you could really to be fair you can have tacos any day any time <laughs> but Tuesdays, what day is today? Tuesdays are the best day for tacos. Uh, that's good to know. Uh, is, does Tuesday happen in the morning? Uh, let me ask a question. I'm going to kind of pinch <laughs> Just between like, my eyes. Oh, it hurts so good. <laughs> 
You said you saw all of this with your own eyes, but would that not mean that you were part of the rabble that stormed the castle? No, I, I didn't see it. He he saw it, and he points back to the... Yeah, well, whatever, that... whoever. Yeah. If you are neutral, you should not it, have been able to watch that. We Well, we are here... We we. I I I, th- I think we we are here to keep the s- stories alive and going and kind of build the lore. That's so you like. That's what we're. No, everything he said was true. So then he should be able to answer my question. What was your question again? I'm sorry, I'm two wineskins in. Apparently, you need to work on holding your liquor. I'm sorry, I'm if, sorry. And I'll turn to the person who actually told the story. If you saw it with your own eyes, you would have had to have been there, which means you cannot remain neutral. So which is it? Uh, we know the power of, of Strahd. There's no... We have all the gifts that we need why would we mess that up? Like, look look around. We have horses. We have wine. We have food. We have tents. We have good times. Why would we? We have this we back would... without Strahd. So why do you need Strahd for this? That I can't. I don't rightly have an answer. If we. So I'll ask you one more time. If you knew you could win. We can't win. I'm telling you. He is a man that has more power than any of us, any of you combined. Well, with our powers combined. <laughs> and at, at this conversation, you, you see the, the flaps in that back tent um, kind of spread apart. You see this uh, this figure step out of what is kind of like reddish magical flame candles glowing behind her that's enough you and she points to all four of you all five of you cast is there too Uh, you have arrived (laughs) it is enough come come in come in (laughs) and she gives like a little cackle turns and walks into the uh I think that's Madame Eva. You sure? You positive? Eighty-five percent. Right, close enough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow the lady. Yeah, she, she comes out there and pops out. All right. Same. Yeah, and every like, all the, all the people that were partying kind of like, create an alleyway for you to go, like a rally tunnel. I and as you on my way there, this old thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. So as you approach this, you you kind of have to separate the uh, the flaps that are uh, uh, the tent flaps that are closing, uh, and you see this magic kind of flames casting this reddish glow over the interior of this tent, revealing a low table covered in a black velvet cloth. Uh, there are glints of light that seem to flash from the crystal ball on the table as Madame Eva is just going back and takes a seat behind it and she's kind of hunched over 
She's kind of peering into the depths of this crystal ball. Uh, and she speaks to you again with her crackled uh, voice that sounds like dried weeds are snapping and twigs breaking. At last you have arrived. Good, good. The five of you sit. <laughs> sit, please, sit. Ah, it has been so long. What took you wow. so long to get here? We we got sidetracked. Yes, you did. <sighs> Friends in need, right? What can I say? Friends. I had a few errands. Good, good. You're doing things here in Barovia that may be frowned upon by some. Yeah. By you? No, me. Well, careful who you call into question here. I just want... I wanted to make sure we're doing right by you. I don't want you to frown at what uh, we're doing around here. You are doing right because you are here now. <laughs> and you are sitting in my tent what seemed like so long ago. Ah, what again? You took forever. You were summoned from Daggerford, I believe. Uh, we didn't really have clear instructions. Uh, you share your your you agent that you sent to Daggerford was very uh, hazy. You shed wine and you broke bread. <laughs> now you are here. Anyway, you are here. It's just here time. we are. Yes, yes. It's time to talk. Stanomir sent you, and he has been rewarded for you coming, and I am happy to have you. Should we get to business, huh? or do you want to exchange more pleasantries? Business would be preferable. Ah, it's good. Oh, Mina, is it? Uh, it's good to see you. Bull, you come in. You standing by the door. Come in and have a seat. There's a place for you. I'm going to come in and sit, like, right next to her. Yes, it's, yeah, it's warm spots. And as you kind of, like, get closer, one of the flames, candles, kind of <laughs> ignites a little bit brighter and then uh, close, closes down. I like it. I Illuminating could, the room there for a minute. I could do that. God. Ah, oh, show me. And I'll just pull nice. produce flame have, in my hand. You do have power. This is good. Ah, bull! You are the funny one. We talked before. Say that one more time, bull. So, are you saying that you were expecting us, or we had ah uh, yes before? I sent Stanomir to gather you all and bring you here. And now you are friend. We just food for Strahd. Ah, well, that depends on how much power you bring to the table. And by what I have seen so far, you have many powers. And I am happy. Ah, Tack, come and sit. You have not said a word. I'll move in and sit. I still won't say a word. Ah, typical Tack. I can feel your exhale of breath as you come in. It's fine. Uh, madam. Yes, yes. Jones. Under the assumption that you have brought us in here to defeat Strahd? Well, I don't want you saying that out loud. That ship done sailed. It is uh, 
<laughs> uh, you know, I am not... We will see what happens. I cannot guarantee that I have brought you here for one reason or another. I know that you all have a purpose. And that purpose will become more clear as... As... Uh, and she kind of waves her hand over um, the crystal ball. And it disappears. And in front of her is now a... I'm going to move you. I have the power to move you. Wonderful. And the power to kill a yak. <laughs> um, so it brings oh, you... Uh, <laughs> so you should see um, five cards Ooh. sitting on a table. Do you see that? Ooh. Okay. Yes. Uh, and, and so she waves her hand one way and the crystal ball disappears. And as she waves it back, these five cards appear... Uh, we will see what the cards read. And maybe they read Everlasting Life, Long Life, Escape from Barovia, or maybe they will read your certain death. I'd, it is all in the cards now. Should we proceed? I'm enthralled with this. Yes, way. you are, Avi. You are always first into the adventure said that in my head lady but your card is not up first tack you are first sure mm, or should i say zircon woodling or arena or no, will i've seen many you. names you have many people what about william shire does that voice, does that name, that face, what does it mean to you? Not much anymore. Oh, that is sad. You have lost him, yes. Certainly. Oh. What if I told you your road to redemption lies here in Barovia? I feel that's unlikely. No, no, no. Tack. And she, she points down to the card on the far left. This card here tells, tells a story for you. Are you ready? Close enough. Okay. I, that is the best I can get from Tack. And she reveals this card. Can tell, let me know if you can see it. Yep. Okay. I can. It is, um, it is the thief card. Uh, and I'll, I'll show it up here. I don't know if uh, Billy Zed's got it. Oh, I show. got it. Okay, good. Yeah, so you see this thief card. Ah, this card. It tells the history. Knowledge of the ancient will help you better understand your enemy. This is the Seven of Coins Thief. Are you ready for the key information? This card says what you seek lies at the crossroads of life and death among the buried dead. Tech pulls out his little notebook and writes that down. Yeah, what you seek lies at the crossroads of life and death among the buried dead. 
and again this card tells the history knowledge of the ancient uh will help you better understand your enemy uh maybe this might be bring back William Shia for you too but like I said that redemption lies at the end of this road I don't know about that things that are dead no. should stay that way no 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 Tack you should have some faith you think you know me but you don't I know you quite well Tack Do not underestimate. Mirna. How are you, my dear? My feet out. It's been a long day. Mm, hasn't it? You have been walking all day. Your feet are probably tired. And? Ah, well, let's get right into it, Mirna. That is kind of the way you operate, I know. Uh, you had a hard time with Mother Agara, haven't you? Been a long time. Yeah, that was difficult meeting her standards, right? Wasn't it? Perhaps, but it is no matter now. Oh, but it is. You carry that with you. It is part of the reason why you are here and you were, you were brought here. What you carry inside of you. Or perhaps you could enlighten me. Mm -hmm. She points to the card at the very top. Ah, this card. I will give you enlightenment. This card tells of a powerful force for good and protection. A holy symbol of great hope. Not that false symbol you carry below your shirt there. This one will actually help you. She's going to turn it over. You see the symbol of the torturer. Sometimes it's kind of hard to see that. Ah, this card. Like I said, will bring you a powerful force for good and protection. The holy symbol of great hope. Ah, the Nine of Swords, torturer. There's a town where all is not well. There Which you will one? find a, a house. Oh, you'll be quiet, Avi. It will be your turn soon. Like I said, there's a town where all is not well. There you will find a house of corruption and within. A dark room full of steel ghosts. That is where your symbol lies. I'll just snort, but I won't say much else. Ah, Mena, Mena. So short with words. She kind of takes a moment to pause and kind of searches around like... Her eyes searches search around the room and just kind of catching the demeanor of all of you. <clears throat> and unfortunately, uh, Ray, as Cass, isn't here with us tonight. So we're going to we'll go through his and we'll fill him in with uh, the details in our notes. Ah, Cass, you have been in exile for far too long, correct? There is great power in your blood. You need to use it. This card right here. And she points to the one on the far right. This one is for you. This one. It's a traitor card. Uh, this card is uh, power and strength. It tells of a weapon of vengeance. A sword of sunlight. 
the three of coins trader. Look to the wizard of wines. In wood and sand, the treasure hides. Cass, can you do that? This will exile you from your burden. Ah. Avi, 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 Avi. Next to Bo, you are the funny one, too. <laughs> Although you don't try to be funny, it's just. It's not a act for you. I think it is a defense mechanism. Am I right? Uh, you have been the butt of many jokes and ridicule, haven't you? I'm just not gonna, I'm not even gonna answer. Oh, no, no, you cannot avoid. Think back to your childhood. <clears throat> Live in that pain for a moment. The jokes and ridicule, they pain you. That is why you act funny. What if I told you, Avi? You will get your revenge. But as she's saying all this, you can see the fire just burn just a little bit brighter. Right. The tent starts to light up a little bit more. And as you light up brighter, she instantly doles the candles that are around. So your the fire coming off of you become the lone beacon within the room. Still lighting up the table in front of you shedding light onto these cards. Avi, it's okay. Your rage ignites you. But if you want your revenge, you are going to have to look for help in those around you. And her eyes kind of dart quickly to the rest of the party in the room. Those that have accepted you. Yes, they have to not deny it. You have not been with anybody as long as you have been with these people. She puts her finger on the bottom card. The Executioner card. Ah, the Executioner. And this one doesn't have, like, a number on it. It's what, you know, what we would know as, like, a face card. This card, it sheds light on one who will help you greatly in the battle against the darkness. There is one in Barovia outside of your five. Seek out the brother of the Devil's Bride. They call him the Lesser. But he has a powerful soul. And I am surprised to see him not with you tonight. Where is he? Uh, in Velaki. Mm, I can only him. assume you mean Ismark. Ah, yes, yes. He is the one who can help you. But you cannot dismiss him like everyone dismissed you. He owes us a favor, that's for sure. He does. He will have your back. Ah. To the real funny man, Bull. It is your turn. Are you ready for this, Bull? Yeah, I guess as ready as I'm ever going to be. Ah, that is a typical stance you take on new things. You have left many things behind to get here, right? Many meaningful things. This? Your family? 
you left them behind. path if they're following in the footsteps of their elders. Uh, what about that bathing Asima that you came across? You left them behind. I still regret that one. <laughs> yes, it could have brought a lifetime of happiness to you, but you left it. Uh, is it true that you struggle finding your spotlight? You don't know where you sit, and that's why you keep leaving. On the road of uh, regrets, I do that enough at night. I don't think I need to relive all these. Ah, your words are the ones that choose. The words that you choose are both a strength and a hindrance to you. They can be your greatest weapon or your biggest failure. I see you nodding. You don't have to say anything if you don't want to. I, I mean, that's fair. I, c I couldn't think of anything uh, witty to retort, so I'm just uh, going to let you go out and do your thing. Let it be known I have quieted the bull, Avad, for the first time in his life, probably. This card right here. And she points to the one in the dead center. The ghost. And again, this one doesn't have a number on it. It's another face card. Ah, the ghost card. This card right here will lead you to him. She's staring, like, directly into your eyes. Well, listen. Yes? Listen carefully. You need to look no further than the father's tomb. That is where you will find him. I, I got an idea of who you're talking about here. So is this like a, uh, you give us vague things and not, we tell you what we think it is, or? Ah, bull, you are smarter than that. I I've given you direct locations of tools that could be used. Where can I find this wizard's tomb? I heard he was washed down the river. The wizard's tomb. The wizard of wines you speak of, yes? That is not the same as your father's tombs. This father's tomb. Ah. No place other than Castle Barovia. You do not think you would meet Strahd outside of his castle, do you? I'm laughing all around us, so we can, anything's possible. Yes, yes. Anything is possible. Just like the five of you. Coming together. Anything is possible. I... I surely hope our visit has not been a letdown for any of you took you long enough to get here. I hope it meets your standards. Uh, it's always great getting vague things from a creepy... Not, I don't mean creepy. Uh, from someone I've never met before. Ah, uh, yes. 
Good correction. I am no Morgantha, that is for sure. Morgantha is no more Morgantha. <laughs> I, I did see what you have done. You have broken the coven of the three hacks at the bone grinder, yes. Oh, yeah, we scared them all away, too. The other two, God, God. rather. All right. And she waves her hand back over the cards, and they vanish. Waves her hand back across, and that same crystal ball uh, shows up. And kind of cycling through the crystal, inside of the crystal ball are the visages that are on each of your assigned cards just kind of cycling through back and forth you know and almost like an animated version of a card it, the, the the figure within them are is kind of moving um you know creeping closer to you especially like the ghost card that w is in like mid crawl is like crawling out and almost becomes this 3d kind of vision that pops out um is there anything else that I can help you with? I don't suppose you would tell us where all these items are. Ah, you know where they are. Follow the clues to get there. It is time for you five to work together. Yeah, attack. Again, Navi, with your defense mechanisms, it is okay. You will have to let down your guard. Trust me. If we asked if you could take us, you know, out of here. Ah, that would not. That is not acceptable to the terms of our agreement. As you have spent time in this tent with her now, and, and Avi, your kind of rage fire has subsided a little bit. Her candles begin to kind of come back on and, and light up in and you're looking at her she looks to be in her 70s but there's a depth to her eyes that and to, to some of you know the wisdom that she may be throwing your way that that just reads that she's probably much much older than that there's there's something deeper than surface level here like I said the cards tell the tale If you follow the cards, you will follow the trail out of Barovia. If you ignore these cards, you will all surely die. I, I don't know what to say. Thank you. Oh yes, Avi, this is a gift for sure. I, I guess in return, is there anything we could do for you before we head out? No, no, no. You get on these... You get on the trail of these cards. You find those possessions. You do what destiny has brought you to do. Well, uh, for the night, I think we're probably all a little past from the day's hike mm, yeah so you are, you are free to partake in our libations stay at our campfire 
We can give you a tent if you'd like. Tack doesn't like camping. I know. That's fine. That is fine. Tack does not sleep as it is. I'm just going to side-eye Tack at that, considering this morning. Noted. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I'm going to stand up at this point. Okay. Just say thank you and walk out. As you stand up, the executioner card flashes on the crystal ball. And again, that 3D visage pops out. Like, just swats like through you. It doesn't touch or make contact with you, but it does like reach out and kind of. And then it goes back in, and the cycle continues as you walk out. Yeah, I'll follow Avi out without okay. saying much of a word, as it were. Yeah, same thing happens. That that thief card, 3D image comes out of the ball, kind of grasps at your shoulders, and then goes into this mist back into the ball, cycling through. I have two questions. Uh, ask away. What is in it for you? <laughs> oh, what is in it for me? Does there have to be something in it for me? Nobody does anything for nothing. Uh, okay. Uh, give me a persuasion check. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Bull, how are you going to help that? I don't know, maybe he'll just like <laughs> look persuasive over her shoulder. <laughs> are you doing puppy dog eyes? <laughs> yes, very big puppy uh, Okay, well I got a 21. Nice. Um, I think, you know, with Bull being quiet in this situation, I think that's enough to give, <laughs> give you advantage. Um, as she she knows Bull is kind of the, the, the chatty Kathy of the group. Uh, so you can have advantage if you'd like. Uh, um, I don't know. Honestly, do I need it? <laughs> uh, no, I, I rolled rather poorly on my insight check. So you don't need it. Uh, you want to know what is in it for me. You're very smart, Mirna. That you know it's not... You cannot get something for nothing. Uh, these Vistani people are mine now. They are my people. I seek to take care of them. Uh, and the fates of you all are... Well, they are not important. I means to an end. He means to releasing Strahd from his curse. That is what is in it for me. Perfect as leads to my next question. Who are you? Ah, who am I? Hmm. 
I have been here in Barovia for a long time. It is hard for me to remember who I am at the core, but I know who I am now. I am Madame Eva. You are a person with a serious interest in the devil. And trust me, that never goes well. Ah, don't I know that? Yes, yes, yes. And with that, I will get up. I'll nod. And I will turn and walk out. Bull, I assume you are going to follow. that ghost card in case I need to reference it <laughs> um <laughs> Mirna as you walk out that, that torturer card does come out and gives you the same kind of touch on the shoulder ah you want the, I cannot have a full deck of cards not have a full deck of cards and she kind of manifest the whole stack on the table next to it. One card short. The readings would be unfair. Give me your hand. She traces the outline of that ghost like on the palm of your hand. And it begins to, to tingle a little bit, burn in, kind of create almost like a, a henna type tattoo on the palm of your hand of this ghost. Yeah. You shall never forget. Appreciate that. Not, I guess I just have one question. Are you Strahd's mother? Is that what's going on here? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. That is not it. You can give me a persuasion check. That is a 25. The... <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh yeah that's like she's there's a weird level of her being enamored with you a little bit um that's why she saved your card for last um i i am not strad's mother but i am a relation he is my brother oh um well, we'll make sure your brother passes peacefully. Good. I know this was the right group. You will free him of this curse. Now go have fun. Drink some wine. This might be the last night. Peaceful sleeping you may get. Uh, everything that you've helped us with. Can I just ask one more favor? <laughs> can you, um, can you just give me a little kiss on the cheek? I think it'll help in our fight against Strahd. Bull, bull, bull. We are not there in our relationship together. And you can see some of the like cracks and wrinkles within her skin. Like now that you're kind of closer to her as she was drawing on your hand, you can see that they are they are deep and, and really that depth in her eyes is there. And you, you see almost a level of life come back to them when you do ask for the kiss, but she does 
Um, no, no, no. That I am far beyond that in my age. You do not need my kiss. Your ghost will do just enough. No, he'll walk out. He'll give a little bow as he goes through one of the door flaps. Yeah, and as you walk out, instead of that ghost coming out of the the crystal ball, it kind of reaches up and looks like it's crawling up your forearm for a second, gets to like the crook of your elbow, and then fades back into that that new uh, tattoo. Um, it's almost like a brand branding, less of a, a tattoo, but it fades back into your hand as you walk out. And as you walk out, the flaps close automatically behind you uh, and all the light and candles within that tent extinguish and you all are now staring back into the the uh, the, the campfire the ring of light uh, as you, what was quiet while you were in the tent as you exit the tent it becomes very uh, raucous again uh, the the accordion picks back up the uh, the dancing and the singing and the regaling of stories and the passing of wineskins continues around the fire um, uh, continues and it, it it does not look like they're going to stop and it's probably around seven o'clock at night I would say that sun is is fully set in in that the, the moon is starting to come up um, getting a little bit darker you are all at the Vistani camp you have been given your readings from Madame Eva and I think this is a good place to stop for the night um, as as you guys have some planning to do you've been given some key information that we've been I've been sitting on uh, for a long time I will say guys I I wrote the madam eva's dialogue so long ago for all of you that I'm, I'm glad it finally got to come out uh you know mining the depths of your your backstories to be able to uh you know use it as leverage against you is always uh, fun as a dm so uh, thank you for writing such rich backstories and, and allowing me to use them i totally appreciate it uh thank you everybody in chat for hanging out with us tonight and the uh the kind words i i i read them um I didn't want to <laughs> break away too much uh, during that scene, but thank you so much. Um, uh, really appreciate it. Um, again, thank you all for sharing this table with me. I have a, a good time every time we do it. Uh, this has been Feather Fallen Tabletop, our episode 14 of Curse of Strahd. We'll be back in two weeks. Um, you can you know, we're every other week. So we'll be back in two weeks for episode 15, where we see what we're going to do with these readings. Um, you can catch us on Wednesday for our wild mount campaign. Things are getting thick there. There's so many threads that we could follow. I don't know where we're going. And then uh, what do we got after that? We got some star Wars coming up on, uh, not this coming Monday, but next Monday we got, you know, I heard down the pipe there's a call of cthulhu campaign with uh myself as the keeper of arcane lore and uh jason and tack there he's gonna be in it um that'll be fun that'll be on tuesday nights we're looking forward to that playing uh breaking away from you know dnd 5e a little bit there's another homebrew dnd campaign coming up called the gateway wars that'll be on a saturday night every week so if you want some homebrew dnd uh, on your saturdays that'll be coming up uh looking forward to that stuff always happening um check out our discord down below to stay up to date with all of that link is down below again show our sponsors some love uh found familiar coffee and um school splitter dice would be that other one 
uh, check them out. And again, thank you, uh, Roll20, for sponsoring this section of uh, Curse of Strahd. We appreciate it. And with that, we will sign off and say good night. Bye, guys.